So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. I am Matt, and joining me for this episode, as with every episode, is my co-host Hunter. Hey, howdy, hey. You're my, you're <laughs> I don't my, know why I wasn't ready for that. You're my favorite but. spooky deputy. <laughs> you're my spooky foggy guy. Yeah, there, there's a little bit of... Uh, see you in the foggy... What, what the hell did we say last episode? See keep, you in the foggy? Keep it... Keep, keep it foggy? foggy? I don't know. I didn't write it down. I just Hot air on your windshield. <laughs> yeah, Keep just, it foggy. Yeah, I think I ended up saying, come back when we have this all figured out, and I've already <laughs> fucked it all up again. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, tonight, or today, or whatever you're listening, this episode, we I'm looking for something we haven't discussed before, and something to kind of continue to talk about in this preseason before we get to Halloween Horror Nights. This is, we're recording in, what was it, April? This might be out in in may but still more months away from halloween horror nights than we like to admit so right. we're thinking about what what's some what's some things we can talk about what's what's some preseason discussion we can have and this actually occurred to me uh, this is like this isn't too far off the subject but it's weird that it made me think of that and we mentioned this last episode as well where we had a brief discussion of what kind of past we're going to get this this year yeah. and the, the the in my head I know that every year I get the Frequent Fear Plus, or have for several years. Yeah. And that just, when we're looking for show ideas, I was like, well, what, and that kind of led to, what What else do I do every, have I done, or should I say, <laughs> have I done every year, whether I am realizing I'm doing it out of a sense of tradition or not? Sure. And I actually just started jotting down a couple of things. I was surprised how many things I do without fail. Every year. So I thought that's something we could discuss. We could each list like maybe our top three. I've got quite a few. I might even just bring them up as we talk, but yeah. There's a there's quite a few things I do either out of a sense of tradition or because of the event itself, or just that's that's just the way I enjoy my Halloween Horror Nights this season this year is making sure I go through and do these things. So yeah. that's what we're gonna talk about tonight. Man, I've um you know, when you came to me with this topic, I was like, man, traditions. I don't know if I've got traditions. <laughs> but then I was like thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I've actually got a ton of these. I know, I, right? I got a yeah, ton it's of crazy. things Well, once I, I started writing them down, I'm like, that's a lot of things I do every year without fail, yeah. whether I plan to or not. I actually will say, uh, out, of, out of two things, like I think on here, there's two things that I intentionally do. There's some other things that you, it, it takes some planning to get yeah. done, but it's going to happen one way or another. But there are two things I specifically do every year that I like make sure are done. 
And that's really what I thought. Okay, I'll just think of a third. And then I thought of like 30 more. So that was weird. <laughs> I checked the beer list and <laughs> yeah. see what's... <laughs> that is actually on my list. Is it? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, you have so many. It's yeah, fine. Right, yeah. um, I think at one point, we were even sending pictures of uh, the taps to, to each <laughs> yep, other being yep. like, oh, it's looking like this. Um, but yeah, that that's for sure. One. Well, that's a, that's a good example to right, get us yeah, started, right? Right. Um, but yeah, there's quite a few that I was just flipping through, and I, I did narrow it down to my three, but I imagine that there's some others that'll come up just through conversation. Exactly, yes. And yep. uh, yeah, I'm excited to be All here, right. man. Well, then I guess since I thought of this, I, it's up to me to kick this off, right? Is that what we're, we're I mean, thinking here? <laughs> we could work by that, or you could also work by, I've already kicked it off with another one, so you should follow up. Because of the beer taps. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, all right. My well, bad. <laughs> this was the this is the one. I'll start it off. This was the one thing that first came to my mind because I've done this since I don't even know how. I I actually, it's kind of how I started going. And me and I told this story a hundred times, but for anyone that hasn't heard this, I, me and my wife used to go together a lot. We we could at the time we could go for free with the job she had at Universal. So that was a, we were young, we were married, we were broke. Free day night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'd go. Then we got to the point where it like we we had more money to spend and do other things. So she kind of drifted away from it because she didn't actually really <laughs> like it all that much, except for Bill and Ted. She loved Bill and Ted. That's the main reason she'd go. So I'd sure. go myself. It's from that I think. I think it's from that transition of her and I going to me going myself. Every year, even since doing, like, even while doing the show, and that's where it's really come to light that I, I noticed I do this and kind of now plan to do it. I pick a night where I don't tell anyone I'm going, not even my closest friends, like, at all, or, like, just, I just, I go, I usually go well after it opens, I make sure it's dark, I'll lift or ooh, probably lift over there, and I'll just do everything by myself. Like I'll do all the houses. I'll spend a little time in the scare zones. I used to try the mix, all the mixed drinks, but now that there's so damn many of them, I don't try them necessarily all. Because well, one of our first major crossovers was Hunter. I can't do all these mixed drinks. Exactly. You come yeah. drink These mixed right. drinks. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to do all the drinks. I don't now. I try to yeah. do. I try to do one because I try to get the. Uh, that's what I. I usually pick up a blinky cup when they had the different. Now that's evolved a little bit. I used to get a blinky cup the first night or first weekend and i'd get one on this night i went by myself because i was getting multiple drinks but that out of a tradition i still do that but i just go like i said i just do that i do the shows well uh almost all the shows <laughs> that's changed a little bit too sure. but, but i mean going that night by myself and uh i used to buy a separate express pass now i get the the one that's attached to my entry pass my event pass but i and i still do this i just i go i don't tell anyone i don't look for anyone i don't bother anyone i just yeah. go and do everything all by myself i'm not sure it gives me any different perspective on the event that it does going with other people but it is mm -hmm. nice to not have to coordinate make sure someone else is having a good a time as you have and just doing that by myself i i that's i still do that and i don't think that's ever going to change. I think if, even if even if I started like waning off my time there, I could see me like eventually getting to the age and maybe just the cost effectiveness of my one night at Halloween Horror Nights is my night by myself somewhere. Sure. Like we're talking Halloween Horror Nights fifty if I live that long, but not you know not thirty five or forty. But yeah, so but I could see that I could see that being how I end my Halloween Horror Nights tenure if it ever gets to that point. I love it. I love it.
Well, mine is one that I imagine is on your list, because uh, I know you always at least try to do this one. And I imagine there are quite a few of you out there that are just like me, um, and this is an important part of your pre-HHN rituals, and that is watching everything that's coming out that year, or at least oh, trying okay. to. I thought you were going to say something else that is on my list that's a pre ritual but well, yes i try to yeah. i intend to i always intend to i loaned you freaky a year ago <laughs> yes and i did um, <laughs> i did watch that yes. <laughs> you did watch it yeah. before the event yep. but um you know i am a big horror fan i if and a thing is popular enough to be at halloween horror nights with the exception of something like crypt tv there's a good <laughs> chance i've already seen it or i've watched it but i do have a lot of good friends that maybe are not horror people but love halloween horror nights mm-hmm. And this is a big part of them of, hey, maybe I haven't seen Insidious or maybe I haven't seen the Black Phone or whatever. But knowing it's coming to the event, I'm going to check this thing out. Yeah. And I've done several. Usually it's like the the weekend before I'll do two movie nights and I'll invite people over. Where I'll be like, hey, you know, for 29, we did Ghostbusters and um I can't remember <laughs> the other <laughs> film, but we did Ghostbusters in another feature, and then we did a couple of others like that. And it's always just been a lot of fun to sit with people that, whether you're into horror or not, and do a watch along or just watching for yourself. It's something that I think is is uh, you know it's universal tradition. Yeah, that's I I I do attempt to do that. I'll watch at least one one thing. There's there's always. Well, I shouldn't say always, but there's typically more than one thing I need to catch myself up on, so I can always at least get one in. You got five months to chuck it. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. You've got less than five I was like, what months. was it? House on Haunted Hill? Was that the Netflix series um, one? Yeah. Yeah. I watched the first episode Haunting and none of the other. I think that's it. Yeah. Haunting of Hill House. I watched the first episode and none of the other. So at least I watched that. <laughs> Um, you had was, an idea of like the and I watched Freaky. I didn't see Black Phone, so I saw yeah. half of that. So I got something out of it. Yeah, it's it is tougher when it's like the TV series. Though, yeah, because it's like <laughs> Ash versus Evil Dead is great. I got to watch two seasons to get through this. Um, so you know your your mileage may vary, but right. I think that is a big thing for people. Is a lot of us want to be familiar with the movie before we go in and Ghostbusters and Poltergeist was that double feature. I was trying to think. Oh, okay. All right. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's actually a good double feature right there. So, So. Oh, let's see. Which one am I? Which I get now. I didn't realize it was going to be this difficult to narrow down my last two. (laughs) I'll probably talk about, mention all these one way or another. This one, this one was and is, and it almost didn't happen last year. Like I will, I have to, and out of tradition, have to print out my pass at a kiosk before my first visit to the yeah. event. Like now, last year has a big asterisk next next to it because I kept putting it off and putting it off, and I didn't have it opening night. But we were at the media event, yeah. so I didn't need it. But I did get it because they dropped because they they bust us from Cabana Bay, right? Yeah, yeah Cabana Bay and back. I picked it up in the lobby at Cabana Bay, so I technically still got it before I needed it. I'm claiming a little bit of responsibility. You did, yes, like, yeah, because hey, I was mad. I was upset. I was uh, upset that I didn't done it. But <laughs> so, but I mean, I didn't get it before the event, so that's why there's a big asterisk by it. But I didn't need it, so that's sure. that's the key, I think. Although technically, I think it was like at two in the morning, so it was the day of the next time I went. Well, I would like to, because I want to add on to that, but I can't do it without addressing my next point. So I'm going to hop on (laughs) into it. For me, a big part of HHN tradition 
is what I am calling the pre-walk inspection. <laughs> I used to do that. Yeah, yeah too. the pre-event yeah. inspection. Yeah. The pre-event yeah. walk that's inspection. Usually, that's usually what happens with the, the picking pass. up the pass. Yeah. I because usually and that was the first time I got it outside of the park. In fact, that's the first time I. No, I think I did get it at Islands Adventure before. I was going to say first time outside of Universal, outside of Universal Studios, but I think I did pick yeah. it up at Iowa. But I, that's exact. I, I get it, and then I do a loop around the park, and then I leave. And, and that's it, my only reason for the visit there that day. The big thing is the portals are all up. The yep. scare zones are mostly up. You can actually walk by and get a feel of what that scare zone is going to be and start imagining. I really, And that makes me really wish I'd done it last year because we had so much more on the streets because the damn parade was gone. So and I got to well, try to make an too? effort this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I mean, last year would have been a perfect time to do that tradition, and I blew it. For sure. I just remember even before I was going to, you know, Halloween Horror Nights on the regular, just showing up and walking around the park and seeing all the scare zones put up. Like, I'm reminded of the height of the Walking Dead years. <laughs> yeah. Like, 23 had all sorts of stuff all over the park already set up during the day. Um, but yeah, more importantly and more tied to this, getting there, usually the uh, it's either three, to, three days or to one day before the event and just doing that. Hey, you know, it's almost go time. This is yeah. going to be my entire life for the next two months. Um, that's always been something very special to me. And like sometimes I've, you know, I did a, a video a couple years back of me doing a vlog style thing with completely wrong information. That was, <laughs> that was fun. That. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that was fun. Uh, so my third one, and I might have to do more because it was actually flying through this faster than I expected. My third, oh man, now see, oh, here's, I have some that are longer running than this just by, because of the nature of what it is. And now I, I do consider this part of my HHN experience. So, all right, I'm going to go with this because I did write this down before in these other ones. So the last night is always a mixed bag of what I do. Like there's, I tend to, if uh, it has to be a Friday or Saturday that I go and close something out. Mm -hmm. If it's a Thursday or well, well last year was a Monday, it's gonna be a Tuesday this year. I I I do I do a select amount of things and then call it a night. Sure. Regardless of what day of the week it is or how late it is, my HHN season is not officially over until I walk into a Wawa. <laughs> yeah, I do know that's about <laughs> yeah. you. And I, in fact I've actually posted that on twitter more than one year i said now my hhn season has come yeah. to a close and i take a picture of the same same entrance of the same wawa for ooh, i was gonna say a certain amount of years but that wawa it, there was one i used to go to before that and one before that one was built i'd go to before that because just in this the yeah, time they yeah. were they were they were built but now there's one it's 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 impossible to avoid leaving Universal Studios to get to my house. So that's the one I always end my night to. Usually get a gobbler. No, because <laughs> usually they, it's available they, by then. Are they okay? No. Yeah. Um, for a while, it used to be. I think there was like an entire season where I end every HN night with a like a barbecue chicken quesadilla. Nice. Now it's anything. It's it's could be anything it's all the dice mine is silly this is not on my list okay. but i have a similar tradition um and it started with hhn 28 and i feel like the whole 80s aesthetic and i feel like a big part of this was because of vamp 85 like i was kind of in that mindset i've ended every single final hhn night pulling out of the parking garage <coughs> 
Excuse me. To uh, I'm getting choked up, y'all. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, I leave listening to "Don't Dream It's Over" by Crowded oh, House God. every wow. single okay. time. <laughs> it's been years, and I'm still pulling this. Um, okay, and I love it. I love it. It works for me. All right. But uh, Matt, the final one for me, pre Chin tradition. I do this a couple times a year, but I especially pay close attention to it, and I have a certain reverence for it. Um, when it's very close to HHN season, because I go back and I watch the thing that introduced me to this event in the first place, which mm-hmm. was Travel Channel's Art of oh, the Scare. <laughs> <laughs> the scare yeah. <laughs> um, Mr. Strangoit, uh, Professor Strangoit's uploaded a really nice upload of it to his YouTube. Uh, please, anybody that's listening that has potential to go after him, please do not. Yes. That is a yeah. resource of mine. Um, but yeah, that introduction, like a lot of people, I feel like my entire generation was introduced to Horror Nights specifically because of that Travel Channel that. documentary. Yeah. And uh, it's a huge part of my tradition as far as like, uh, you know, it, it just gets me in the mood. And mm-hmm. like, he, that's a huge reason that the caretaker is so beloved by so many people uh, <laughs> as well. Uh, so I do, I usually do that, which is, you know, it's about 45 minutes or so. But then I also pair it up with, I have a playlist of just HHN commercials from the icon years on to where we are now. What year did they cover that? Was it 14? They covered it with a, um, the Travel Channel special, the oh, Art of the Fear, Art of the Scare. Of the well, scare? it was the year with Marvel, so that would have been oh. twelve. It was Islands of Fear. Oh, was oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Why, wow, why don't I remember that the Marvel part of it? I thought it wasn't Marvel, so I was picking that year. It literally. So it's one of the. It's amazing that it happened that year because that's the weird year where it's like we actually have documented footage of <laughs> Jurassic Park and Marvel. Yeah, which is something that you know has. I wouldn't say it's been scraped off. You can definitely find it, but to have it professionally recorded like that and accessible is very cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I watch. I've watched that a lot. I don't think. I, I don't think it's been. I think. I'm sorry. I think it has been a couple of years since I have watched it. But I used to watch that. I've watched that a lot. Really preparing for this show too, uh, for the for launching this series. Like what I would like cover, uh, how I wanted to approach things and whatnot. It was a. It was a huge. Um, piece of what built this show just that existing that's really cool i'm scrubbing through it now just to try to remind myself what year it was but anyway um that's not important um i had a couple others here that some of these actually didn't make it to my top three because they've gotten fucked up somehow (laughs) and last year last year this one got fucked up I used to always buy my lanyard the first night. I like I would yeah. go I would I would walk straight in the door. I'd go right into the Universal store, that Universal store there, not the not the tribute store. Yeah. Like I go in cuz the they have, yeah, they'd, they'd always have like a dozen Halloween Horror Nights things and they always have the lanyards. Well, we didn't do we even get an event lanyard last year? I don't think we did. We got this little pocket like a pull thing. string. No, no, they well I they may I think they did have those eventually, but this one just had a as a plastic pocket with Halloween Horror Nights. Oh yeah, yeah thirty-one yeah. or maybe not. I just said Halloween Horror Nights twenty twenty-two on it that you could yeah. clip on your lanyard. So I don't think we even got a damn lan- if we did, I missed it because I got sick of looking for it for like two three weeks is when I finally yeah. gave up. So that got screwed up. I couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> um, well, I, I have one that kind of okay. goes alongside that, and that was um, 
I guess I don't anymore. Oh. <laughs> it, com- <laughs> it completely got sucked out. Um, there was something that related. We will get back okay, to it. Though. All right. <laughs> Another one I used to do. I still I still do, but it's like it's not as not as eventful as it used to be. Oh, good, good. Before you forget again, talking about buying something. Okay, there you go. Twisted Taters used to oh, do that every single yeah, year and too, pretty too. early in the event. But I think the last two years. Um, ever since you know thirty, you and I have both gone on the record saying we just don't have the patience I to get twisted taters. I anymore. don't understand where the. I mean, I do because I love them. Where's the like, problem? How at? how could it have been? They actually took it away in like twenty eight or twenty nine, yeah. and then brought it back like after the first weekend because people complained. But how how do you go from thinking? Like, I guess the, the slump was enough that they decided to take it out to now the line is like worse than waiting to get in the freaking, um, if I could remember the show's name, I'd say it. God <laughs> Nightmare Fuel. It. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Nightmare Fuel. Yeah. It's like, I don't it is know. easier for you to get pizza fries, which are considered the flagship dining thing, <sighs> than get a Twisted Tater at this point. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't. I mean, I well, I do get it because they're fantastic. But I don't get how how they went from cutting it to now having two stands, both with lines I don't want to stay in. Yeah. So now, what was your other one before okay. I popped in there? The um, this is not as eventful as it used to be. I used to like. Well, you you brought it up in the beginning, mapping out the beer. I used to see where every every beer was because there was a time. It's only like a two year stretch. Yeah, it kind of led into it like two years before that. But there was two years where there was so much different beer all over the place. Even some of the carts exiting the houses had a beer that wasn't anywhere else in the park. It used to be. Yeah. A huge selection of beer. It's last, sorry, not last year. Um, 2021 was awful for beer. It's like the same four beers everywhere. Last year was a little better. You still had the same general beers. You yeah. had um, uh, the, the Oktoberfest, and, and I think it was the one Voodoo Ranger. I typical, yeah. One, one, um, I'm sorry, it's a particular IPA was almost everywhere. There were a couple other carts. Uh, stands that had like something else on top of that yeah. another i think there was another voodoo ranger actually like better like right right across from jimmy fallon's i had to stare at jimmy fallon's stupid face waiting for my beer but there was a couple more but nothing like we had yeah two three years or before the pandemic really is when it when it happened like 2018 and 19 were like stellar for beer so now it's I still look, but it's like I don't see anything different. So it's yeah. I don't I don't feel it as a much of a need as it was. I thought it was going to be an annual tradition in a sense, looking yeah. back at it, but it's not. Last year, I just went all in on mixed drinks. I did. Yeah. Okay. I do really like the lacto cooler. And shout out to that our was friend, good. yeah, uh, Dracula. That was, that was one that was everywhere. The lacto cooler, yeah, yeah. Yep. and that was awesome. I I really enjoy. A lot of people said it was too sweet or sour. Mm. I. I think about you saying this all the time where you said, I can't remember the context, but you're like, I have a sweet tooth the size of the rock of Gibraltar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think about that constantly whenever I'm at the gas station. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Buying stuff I shouldn't. <laughs> but um, anyways, yeah, that that made it. Imp- I really like the, the lacto cooler. And uh, like I was saying, Dracula Steve, uh, as I've come to call him, uh, has he sends me pictures of his weekly pickup of the oh, really? lacto cooler at this point. <laughs> uh, it's nice that it's a accessible it um, is yeah but uh yeah that's a fun one one thing it hasn't happened enough times to become a tradition yet but i think it will be like after this year next year is uh what i've i've i think i came up with this phrase because i've not heard it before and i don't think anyone else has has used it yet but wait and whale 
Yeah. When I, and I, this happened because, God, this is like either 2018 or 2019 again. Pre-pandemic is the first time I did it. I missed Stay and Scream, and I did not. And there was like a billion people in that front gate. I'm like, I'm not standing in that crowd right now. I'm going to go. I think I went to Big Fire and got yeah. a drink. And by the time I was done, one beer, just didn't, didn't light it, and I didn't slam it. Just enjoyed it. But flip through my phone, maybe maybe message a couple of people saying I was on my way like or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I don't even think that long, but yeah, we'll say that. Let's say like 20, 25 minutes. By the time I was done. That crowd was the light. The sun was still up. That crowd was gone. I really only lost the stay and screen pre time and yeah. twenty minutes of of gate time, opening gate time, and that was a fair trade off without standing in, which would have been fifteen of that twenty minutes in shoulder to shoulder people, which is not my thing at all. And that's the time we never talk about because we're always like get there early or get there yeah. late or whatever. But that's totally right because you're not dealing with the people that show up at 7.30 right, yeah. o'clock or whatever. Yeah. You're like right in that middle zone where you can yep. get in and uh, wait times are still very short at that time. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's one. I have one more. Okay. <laughs> um, if I may, but I would like this to be the final one. All right. If that's okay. Yeah. Did, you, did you have anything else that you would like to hit? Nope, everything else we either talked about or just isn't as fun to talk about as what we said. You know, like like killing a man on the way home and burying his body. <laughs> I do that every year, so you know, I don't really want to talk about that. Uh, can't get enough yeah. of that sugar, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this one um, I, I I wanted to come across as very genuine, and, and I think people will understand. But you always have to qualify these things now because people think it's very pat on the back or whatever, but um, this is in my top three. This would actually be my number one if I, I didn't have to put it here, but um, this is where I would like to say I re-listened to the old episodes of the Catacombs oh, following really? yeah, And uh, uh, I think before <laughs> you and I met, I... Uh, I was and still am a big fan of this podcast and its legacy and everything like that. And I think that what you, Quint, and Karen did is something that's going to stand the test of time for a very long time. And your research and effort put into those episodes means a lot to me as someone who came up into the community. And I'm, you know, I'm very lucky to be here and, and talk with you and call you a friend now. But just to so many of us, like this was it, and uh, I just want to thank you for that. Oh, well, thank you. That's very nice to hear. Very humbling. It is. I do think like our 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 initial launch of the show is timeless because that's that's the past. That's not going to that's yeah. not going to change what we reported on, which is nice. It's a little more challenging to continue to do the show without having that to fall back on, but it's still been fun to do. So I'm happy yeah. to do that. And I'm trying to find. I don't listen to many ones in the I'll t- the the research for episodes one through twenty four leading up because we did it in year twenty five. I don't think I'll ever forget all those details because I worked so hard on that. Yep. So I don't necessarily listen to them except one. Um, well, I know what it is. I, I'm trying to remember what number episode it was, but it's it's Halloween Horror Nights three. Mm-hmm. That is the drunkest Quinn has ever been on the mic in his life. <laughs> that one I will listen to now and again. Yeah. So I can't I think it's a, technically the fourth no, it's fifth episode because we did an intro episode and then Freddy versus Jason was was announced and then so the fifth episode, if you go by release, if you're looking for title, the nineteen ninety three third annual Halloween Horror Nights episode is the drunkest I've ever heard. Well, 
No. All right. Drunk as I've ever heard Quint behind a mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> behind yeah, I had to quite coherent to, enough yeah, to press the record. I had, to, I had to quantify that, yeah. <laughs> no, those I, I don't think it could ever be done better than what you guys did with those history episodes. And uh it's you know, it's information that you know, it, I'm glad it's out there for us to refer to and go back because I definitely would not know as much about Halloween Horror Nights as I do without the research and uh, effort that you guys put into the mm. show. Cool. Well, thank you. Yeah. I have nothing to follow that up with. No, well, that's all right. <laughs> I'm going to take my shirt off. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, so at the time of the release of this, we don't know if we had an announcement or not, because we, we recorded it before we had an announcement, but we are, we're kind of trying to stock up some episodes so we don't have as big a gap this, this year. Yeah. So hopefully... With any luck, maybe we had one or one is right behind this because we are going to talk about things as they are reported, as we usually do. There may be some cases where we let things stack up for a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. I think I think we tend to at least do half as many episodes as our announcements, if that makes sense. So like yeah. if there's an eight announcements, we at least do it over four episodes. So we intend to do that again. Well, that's exactly uh, it. You and I talked, and I, I feel like two episodes per month are pretty good. You yeah. Know, no yep. set day or anything right. like that, but just, you know, announcements are their own thing, and we'll always try to cover that as mm-hmm. they come through. But exactly, yeah. Yeah, we've definitely got... Uh, I, I will tell you this, you know, I really enjoy doing the Hot Takes episode, and you guys really like those too. <laughs> it won't just be announcement, Hot Takes, announcement, Hot Takes, there will be lots of other diversity That's, in the the format. But I want I want to do more of those, but it's it's getting more difficult for me to like to add any more hot takes that are actually hot takes because now they're going to be like there's we, we've already we, warm we, takes. Yeah, yeah, we did we did two. We got a third plan, and I probably have some good ones for that. But after that, it's going to be like like my hot take will be like. Halloween event shouldn't start while it's daylight. You know, it's like it's gonna, it's gonna be so lame. Well, you become YouTubers that are right. looking for clickbait. Yeah, right, point, exactly. Like, You're yeah. not gonna believe this. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, actually, but you know, I think you and I talked about like how do you go from that? Because we do want to be very genuine in our opinion. Exactly. And yeah. Like and I think you and I even said maybe we just come to those with one or two takes exactly, from yeah. here yep. on and then yep we talk with the guests yeah. about their hot takes. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's the way to do it for uh, sure. I mean, there's, there is, there is one thing um, you can count on every year. There's going to be something that turks me. So I will, <laughs> I'll have something to complain about as the year goes on at least yeah. once, once, once one episode a year. <laughs> <laughs> Twisted taters. Am I right? <laughs> Nightmare fuel did the same opening illusion again. Again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, I guess that's it for this episode. Short one. So this will be the, the release of this will be on Twitter. So drop a comment there with your tradition. If you are more of a uh, long form communicator, we do have an email address that we don't talk about often. It's C-O-H-H-N at Neozaz. You can let us know what your traditions are there. Maybe we'll give me a idea for some new ones as well. So I'm, I'm curious to hear what people do without fail every year at yeah. Halloween Horror Nights. Um, there is... There's a couple of simple ones I didn't put in, like go opening night, go closing night. But I mean, <laughs> I mean no, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But I know some, yeah. I'm sure some people like with like if they were to miss one or the other, that would yeah. be that would change their their event forever. So I'd like to hear what people like like to make sure they do every year. I only use one bathroom in the park. Yeah, that's well, that's, <laughs> and it always looks like a bullet water balloon fight just broke out in there. <laughs> Dane that's Cook a, joke about the shaggy dog oh, that, that just went in there. It's, it's the bathroom. That's there is what um, 
God, I don't even know what you're calling. It's the one at City Walk, like the the first the ground level City Walk one. The one next to Voodoo. Every time I go in there, I like risk breaking my neck because there's like an inch of water on. It looks like a water balloon fight with fifty kids. Just I just missed both it. of them are like that. Whether I you're think, talking about yeah, the Voodoo one or whether you're talking about the guest services one. Guest services. Thank yeah. you. That, I couldn't remember. I knew there was something like that, that identified that area. That's the one I'm thinking it's of. It's like yeah. you're going to the Hogwarts Express. Yes. And it's in between Cold Stone. Yeah. And I'm like Universal. yeah. Oh my god. Every time I go in there, I'm like I just missed. I like and I always forget and I. I go in and I take that turn where the things are, and whoop, there goes one leg. I'm like, well, one day that leg's going to keep going, and I'm going to be in some serious pain. You know what we, maybe this is to close out on, but uh, I just want to give a shout out. Rest in peace, Poseidon's Fury, former HHS ah, venue. That's, you know, it's a shame that Jeffrey Combs does not have a theme park presence after this, because yeah. Jeffrey Combs has been in, like, so much stuff I've loved. Just, just taking Star Trek alone, I think he's been in every... Well, maybe not the original one, but I think he's been in every series that I watched. Uh, Reanimator, Frighteners. Yeah. Uh, I've been in a million things that I love, and I think horror, horror people in general have seen. Like, like um, I don't think my wife would know half the movies I've seen him in, but she loves him too. And yeah. it's it was always kind of cool, even though he's... I still think the original Poseidon is about 50,000 times better than this one was, even though he's not necessarily an upgrade to the event. The fact that he's there, yeah. there's something about the fact that Jeffrey Combs is in a theme park and now that's going to be gone. It is one of those things where, you know, it's very tough because I am personally, I don't know if we want to make this theme park discussion, Go but ahead, yeah. this episode's short anyway. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. You know, it's one of those things like I am bummed about it, but I'm mainly going to be bummed from just seeing it in Islands of Adventure. But the fact that we've had it as long as we have, and the fact that it came back after the pandemic and everything for people to check out, it's, uh, you know, it feels like the writing's been on the wall for a while, (laughs) but it is one of those classic attractions, and because it does have that HHN tie, it's going to be missed. Yep. And that's one, that's that's actually special to this, my entire family. You you probably saw my wife's post. I mean, I don't. She doesn't like me talking about what she's done in the park, but I can say she she really cut her teeth in entertainment at that yeah. venue. Most of the people that we've gotten to know that are involved in HHN, she met most of them and then made connections through that at that um, at that venue. Yeah, mostly performers that we still are. She especially are is really close friends with today. So she was she was kind of sad to see that because she was part of the. Um, the revamp rebuild. That's yeah. oh, I don't, I don't want to get into too much detail what she did, but that's where she cut her teeth in, in in that part that that part of her career in the park. She's gone on to much different things now, but that but all the people that that we have had a past with with Hard Nights is the, all the connections start in that building from her and then me meeting them through her, and so it's it's got a huge tie into us personally and then me as a horror nights fan and yeah. and and my friends so it's yeah it was it's 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 too bad but i also understand it yeah. that's the thing you know <laughs> yeah it's one of those where it's it's not gone too soon it was probably here just the right amount exactly of time. right yeah and it's sad but you know it's kind of uh i've got a little bit of celine dion playing <laughs> in the background you know but yeah i just wanted to bring that up real quick when yep. we had time yep yeah yeah r.i.p Rest in peace, Poseidon. I'm curious what's going to happen to the, I guess the whole, I was going to say the building, but I mean everything. Like, yeah. Because a large part of that portion of the park is kind of the, I don't know what you call it, the pre facade, like the big, yeah. the big uh, Poseidon holding the trident statue arm yeah. and whatnot. 
Um, I'm sure they're not going to tear down that building. That's incredibly inconvenient. They're- well, the current, if we do want to talk about it, okay. the, the current, it, you know, they've uh, had a lot of success with Nintendo. And okay. Yeah. The rumor for a very long time that's now kind of circulating again is that Legend of Zelda. Okay. Can I can see there, that. Which is like, if you got a retrofit yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could very easily make a pretty cool restaurant yeah, with Mythos. Right. You could make a cool, uh, I don't know if it's a stunt show or some sort of okay. a, other attraction. They could probably skin that um, stone or reshape it to look like the yeah. the sword. You could do a castle, yeah, castle, yeah. like all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And while it's a small space, I think it is, you know, we as theme park people are in a very interesting position where we're like, Lost Continent, yeah! yeah. <laughs> but like, everyone else is like, what is this weird, not quite Harry Potter, Harry Potter section? Right, yeah. Um, which so is a good point because it leads doesn't that lead into Hogwarts? Yeah, I, it goes so straight into Hogsmeade. Yeah, so that or Hogs, yes, Hog, Hogsmeade. Yeah. yeah, so that would be it. Probably would do better justice to that land to Hogsmeade to have something identifiable as not. Yeah, like, give people yeah. a reason to be there. Yeah, besides right, going yeah. to Mythos or yeah. I don't think, for us yeah. going to Poseidon. I don't mean I don't think people confuse the two, but I'm saying well, you said this Harry Potter ripoff, and then you get yeah. to the real Harry Potter land. So it might be it might yeah. serve them well to make it definitively something else at this. Point. I've been going to these parks so long that when we reach Mythos, I point at the bearded man, and go look, it's Dumbledore, and everybody laughs. Yeah. We chuckle, and then we fade to black. <laughs> this was brought to you by, <laughs> but yeah, no, totally. Uh, this is where that. Supposedly, that aesthetic or uh, aesthetic prosthetic leg flew off that guy's <laughs> leg and hit someone in the head from Double Dragon, Dueling Dragons, Double Dragons. Jesus, wow! That's uh, date myself. Double Dragon, <laughs> yeah. Good game. <laughs> I prefer Final Fight personally, right. but I prefer yeah. the movie. Alyssa <laughs> Milano, that'll miss Alyssa Milano vehicle. <laughs> People like you could have cut this episode fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> no, I could have, but you know it's like we were complaining it was too short now it's arguably too long it's too long <laughs> all right so all right let's wrap up there yeah. <laughs> just, let's end on melissa Lano's appearance in double dragon <laughs> and say thank you for listening you can find uh like i just said news as it's at news as on twitter that is where i that is it, even though it's for the network it's solely my hard nights presence uh, every every piece of social media seems to have a niche and twitter is that for horror nights so Check us out there. Like I said, drop what your tradition is, or if you want to send us an email, it's cohhn at neozaz.com, or you can leave a comment on the post if you go to neozaz.com, and you can see all the other things that we have on there as well. we got a ton of shows, ton of feeds, all pop culture inspired in one way or another. Chances are, if you have an interest in pop, or I should say, let me phrase that, if you have an interest in something specific in pop culture, chances are we've done at least a special on it. Might even have a series. So check that out. Hunter, where can people... Find you, or if you're not hiding, <laughs> Hard, from, hardly anywhere. Where, okay. <laughs> um, you can find me uh, on Grim Grinning House, which has been on a little bit of a break, but uh, by the time you hear this, we'll have come back in a capacity. And then um, you can also check me out over on Dis Order Every Disney Film. Uh, actually, I believe this month's episode is The Muppets from 2011. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> yeah, very excited. I actually get to host that one. That one will be a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, life's a happy song. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it. We'll be back with something soon. It really depends on Universal at this point what we're going to come back with. Are we yeah. going to come back with an announcement? Are we going to come back with the hot takes? Are we going to come back with the top three things we avoid doing in HHN? <laughs> I don't know. Balls in your court, Universal. You let us know what we're doing next. So. Top three places to pick a wedgie <laughs> so, at yeah, Halloween right. Heart <laughs> So until that next episode, thank you for listening, and we'll see you in that next episode. 
Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a News As Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at newsas.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at newsaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Newsaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash newsaz. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.